Hey there, I'm Elena St. James, and you're listening to Chat and Laugh, the feel-good podcast. These are the stories of entertainers, game changers, and innovators who will inspire you to live your best life. So let's get started and have a little fun. Well, hello, everybody. It's Elena St. James. This is Chat and Laugh. And today, I'm really excited. I have a new friend. And I'll tell you what, when you're over 50 and in this business, sometimes it's hard to have new friends. <laughs> um, but today, we're going to talk to Kitty Kristen. She is a wildly successful OnlyFans creator. And I mean wildly. Um, but that's great. But what's really special about her is she's freaking gorgeous, by the way. Um, hello. Okay. But what's really special about her, it's not just looks, because it never is, really. And in OnlyFans, that's the kind of cool thing about OnlyFans. It really isn't about looks. It's about the vibe. It's about the energy that you put out. And Kitty Kristen has got an amazing, wonderful vibe. And if you haven't heard of her before, you will... And you will love her. And now watch, she'll be she'll be horrible. No, no, no. <laughs> so, Miss Kitty Kristen, welcome to Chat and Laugh. Let's have a little fun. Oh, hello. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness, that was such an introduction. Thank you. It is so nice to be with. Yeah, when you talk about a woman in our fifties, like it's we usually hang with women that are like ten to fifteen years younger than us. Because so, they don't exist. Because women, there are very few of us that exist over 50 in this game, which it's okay because scarcity, mm -hmm. there's a value to that. But yeah, as so many of you wouldn't know, but by looking at her, it's amazing. But she's, you're how old, Kitty? I'm 51. Wow. Oh, yeah. You you're know? sweet. You're sweet. Thank you. Yeah. So... I want to know, because I don't know these answers. Um, a lot of my guests have been people that I've known. I just am getting to know you. So, Kitty, first of all, you have cat ears. Mm -hmm. I okay. do. Are those light up, or are they just glistening off the lights? Uh, they're actually rose gold, and they're inset with little diamonds. There's a beautiful artist in Ukraine that makes them for me. So. That's fantastic. Yeah. So they're wow, I love that because you have you have a lot of different which I love. I love I love a good creator who knows their brand mm -hmm. and brands themselves in visual in every way. How many sets of ears do you have? Oh my do you well, we started ordering them in doubles because for some reason I always rub the right ear off. I <laughs> It's kind of my little thing. Um, I do a lot of lives on Instagram and TikTok. And so I have like a little secret code for people coming into my chat. If they're saying hello to me and I can't quite talk to them because maybe I'm talking to somebody else, but I notice them. So I'll touch my ear. And that means I see you. <laughs> I saw you. Can do you remember Carol Burnett? Like, do you? Okay. Because I'm 56, so I'm older than. Right, exactly. And that, you know, that was for her grandmother. I did not know that. That was a symbol for her. And I don't know if her grandmother was deceased when she started doing that, but whether it was a message to her grandmother in heaven or her grandmother that was still alive, that was her little signal. I love that. Her grandmother. Yeah. So that's. Yes, I rub that... my right ear off. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Okay. Yay. Maybe that'll be one of the little clips um, that, that we have, because that's fascinating. So, Kitty. Yes. How did you get started in the mm -hmm. industry? What was the spark? What happened? It was, actually, it was just some sexy pictures that my husband took of me on vacation. You know, we started having fun kind of like that, kind of taking some sexy, seduct seductive pictures, you know, on vacation and when we were out of town. And I just kind of wanted a place to put those. 
So I started an Instagram page as Katie Kristen 420. And because we live in a small community, I didn't show my face. Um, I would only show from the nose down. And so I had that account where I only showed from my nose down for about a year and I blocked people, you know, I, I felt pretty good about blocking everybody I knew. And I had a, you know, a fairly good following once I started and people started asking me through my chats, like, or through my comments on my posts on Instagram, Hey, do you have an OnlyFans? You would make bank. You have to have an OnlyFans. Please tell me you have an OnlyFans. And so I asked my husband, because I had no idea what they were talking about. I'd never heard of OnlyFans. And I was like, babe, what do they mean when they say that? And <laughs> so <laughs> we watched a YouTube video to explain it to us. Yeah. And it was a very successful creator who was sharing tips with other creators getting started in the business. And as I listened to her, I was like, this this is never really going to apply to me, but I'm going to open this account. You know, this isn't going to apply to me because it's just going to be a side hustle. I'll make enough money to buy a little lingerie or maybe, you know, save for a vacation, something like that, but it's never really going to amount to anything. So I'm not going to pay any attention to her. So we went on. I, I had that account for a year. I've got my Instagram account and my OnlyFans account. And I always showed my face on my OnlyFans account. And then a year into Instagram, I was like, I should, I wonder what would happen if I revealed my face. I've blocked everybody I can think of. My account's private. There's only 10,000 people here that are ever going to see me. Let's just see what would happen. So one Sunday morning, I posted a picture and I revealed my face to all my followers. And my accounts went bananas. I had the best, <laughs> I had, yeah, my best month. And with that, because I was revealing my face, I was able to get on shout out pages and other girls were doing shares with me. And so my account just was, all my accounts were going bananas. And within a month and a half of show, with revealing my face on Instagram, I knew if I didn't resign from my job, I was going to be outed. Somebody was going to find me. I could feel it coming. <laughs> and that was a scary decision to make too. And I know women that have had to make that decision. Yeah. It was a yeah, scary I, decision I have, it's, a, it's a similar thing that what you're describing mm -hmm. to my trajectory, um, the blocking, the not showing the face at first. Mine happened quicker, but you said, was your Instagram private and then you turned it public? I kept it private still. I did. I kept it private. Um, but my accounts went bananas and I was accepting everybody. You know, I was yeah. letting everybody in the door, even though it was private. I wasn't right. watching who was coming in. And I let the wrong person in. And through my oh. Instagram, they found my OnlyFans. And a month and a half um, into revealing my face, I did give my resignation at my job because I, I really felt like it was coming. And because I was part of management, I had to give a 30 days, I had to give 30 days notice, not just two weeks. And so I was two weeks into that resignation when my administrator came down to talk to me with HR. Mm. Yeah. And, and I, I, I want you to know, Elena, I go forward with a grateful heart with everything that I say, I have, because I wouldn't be here if that didn't happen. Yep. So yep. I, everything I say now is, is with a heart full of gratitude, right? And just the facts of what happened. All right. So um, she accepted my resignation and I appreciate that so much because I couldn't have gone back to work after I was outed in my town because it's a small community and it just, it just went like wildfire to the point that I was sent home at 10 30 AM and at 2 PM child protective services was calling me. 
Oh my God. And they had already interviewed my son at school. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That is horrific. Because you posted whatever adult, on a paywall, behind an adult paywall. On a, wow. Yeah, on an adult website that you have to pay a subscription for. That right. was our business that we paid taxes on. I did you nothing legal at all. No. But rumors just surfaced and just boiled. And they, you know, it just, it got that out of hand. It that got was, that's horrific. Hmm. How long ago was this? When did this happen? Like, when did, when did you go kind of public? That was two and a half years ago. Okay. So two years in February, I revealed my face, the end of February. So 2021. Yes. February. And, and then and by I April. Started in yeah. April. Yeah. Oh, so that was happening right when I was starting. Oh, my God. That is horrible. That is horrible. But, yes, we go through things, right? And, and that is exactly for me, why I quit after a month and a half, my job wasn't in management. It was kind of a dead end job, but I knew that the minute my boss at that time, because she wasn't my biggest fan as it was, I knew I'd be out the door. So I wanted to, to do it on my terms. And obviously you did too, but I didn't have that. Oh my God, the child protective. My God, I'm so sorry you went through that. And, um, it's amazing the discrimination <laughs> that we women mostly obviously um take and it's sometimes we talked a little bit about this before but sometimes it just it's like yes every job has its ups and downs but there are extra layers of downs with this job and I'm so grateful for it it's been life changing it is it is you know, 90% positive, but it's like a lot of times there are things that are against us that aren't against other small business owners. We have to worry about banking. We, I mean, I pay a ton of taxes. I'm sure you do too. Um, I'm very, I, I always, I'm like, nope, I'm paying my taxes, whatever, you know, like I don't take crazy deductions. I do what I'm, what I need to do. Cause I never want to get caught in that thing where you're audited and then they take everything away. <laughs> so I try to play it pretty safe. But the whole child protective and being targeted like that, like where else do you have to deal with that? You don't like that. And and as much as I love Instagram and these different, we always are on the precipice of being deleted. Even if we're fully clothed, not doing anything nearly as risky as other creators that I see, mm -hmm. and yet I'll get violations when I'm in a full backed, mm -hmm. full bikini or a one piece, mm -hmm. like conservative swimsuit, and I'll, it'll get flagged. It's so those are the things. Like I don't think there's any, there's not many other types of businesses where you're an entrepreneur where the places that you are advertising mm -hmm. and we make Instagram and Twitter, we make them money because they put advertising. We bring people, we keep people on the pages. Mm -hmm. There doesn't seem to be other places that you advertise that actually will work against you when you're actually helping them with their platform. Mm -hmm. So, well, hopefully that got cleared up and I don't want to go too deep into that because that's mm -hmm. personal stuff. But so Hopefully that's moved on. The oh, yeah, that was, that, and... yeah. That's all behind us. And, yeah. And there was nothing to investigate. Well, of course. Obviously, you know, that's and how horrible for your kid too. you know, how horrible for them to have to deal with that. So you moved on and then you gained success. I mean, obviously. I just kept going, Elena. I just yeah. kept going. And here I am. <laughs> so you mentioned a husband. So are you, yes. you must be open about the, are your marital status. Yes, I'm married. He's the brains. I'm the talent. <laughs> oh God, I love that. See, a lot of successful, a lot of successful um, creators 
do have a man in their life mm-hmm. that I don't know if they're always the brain, but they <laughs> they usually contribute some body parts. <laughs> um, but you know, so they are they're helpful because mm-hmm. a man has, and I will give this to the men that are partners to women that are in the adult industry, whether it's just OnlyFans or mainstream um, adult videos. A lot of times there is a man involved. And I will say, or a woman, I think Mm -hmm. some of the most successful men in the industry have a woman that is a strong partner of theirs. One of the things I've noticed, and I don't know if, if your husband gets involved in camera work, but one of the things I've noticed when, you know, we have to analyze, I don't know how much you do, but I analyze a lot of other creators. Sometimes I'm in just in awe of how gorgeous they are or like, but you know, we take, take inspiration from other artists. I mean, that's really what it is. And I definitely appreciate a lot of them. Some of them, what I've noticed is they must have a man behind the camera because they follow them around and they have it in an eye that only a man can really, a man that is attracted to his subject. Like, I think that's the secret sauce because then the camera is like, a point of view eye looking at this woman mm-hmm. as as a as a object of lust mm-hmm. is the best way I can describe it, and it really does lend this eyeball point of view mm-hmm. even on the Instagram. They're following them around, and you can see the camera pans mm-hmm. down to their behind, and then it goes up, or then it lingers on something, or it comes around. <laughs> it's brilliant. And I just wish I had a man in my life that could do that. That alone would be amazing. So does he get behind the camera? Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. And he's getting um, more involved in that too. Yeah. He's very tech, techno savvy. He's built our website. Um, He's put together my whole podcast. Uh, Yeah. He's, he's amazing. He really is as much as he is my fan, my biggest fan. I'm his biggest fan. <laughs> well, now we just have to be like, so <laughs> can we, <laughs> so can we ask, um, can we, me and sure. my pictures, um, has he been a long-term partner? Uh, we've been married. A husband? Yes. Yes. We've been married for all the years. I'll say. All the married years. Yeah. All the years we've been married. That's fantastic. That is so good. I need to get me one of those. Can you clone him, please? I would love to. Sounds great. Sounds like a great asset. Yeah. Yeah. He's even, yeah. No, what were you going to say? I was going to say he even invented a spinning mirror for me that I use a lot in my content. Wait, a spinning mirror? This sounds like something out of a very strange and very adult themed. So tell me about the spinning mirror. Does it talk to you? Does it? Well, I just, okay. It's a spinning mirror. Picture this. A spinning mirror that I sit on (laughs) and use for my content. Yeah. So it's like a lazy Susan like my grandma used to have. Like a lazy Susan that would have spices. (laughs) But different. Yes, 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 like that. Yes. That's fantastic. It's <laughs> like a weird like roller coaster, like a weird amusement park ride. So that's a little part of like the extra content that we add into ours is yeah. Little extra so, stuff like that, a spinning mirror. I love it. So I think now there's going to be a run on um, Goodwill shops where they're looking for <laughs> lazy Susans and then round mirrors that they can be like. Do um, hopefully on. nobody has motion sickness. Do you have to put little disclaimers when you use the spinning mirror for your, you know how they have disclaimers for flashing lights <laughs> yes. yeah. and like motion? Uh, I don't spin around that much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it's not that crazy. That's yeah. fascinating. I love that. See, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. Our business, Kitty, and you know this, but one of the things I love about it is our ability to be creative. To There's a creativeness that we can have here that 
you know, we, we get to shop. Sometimes that can be a pain to shop for all of our crazy clothes, but there's a, there's a creative aspect that I, it delights me. I mm -hmm. love when I can figure out something new and it's delightful. Right. And that's what we are, right? We are content creators yes. and we put our content on lots of different platforms like TikTok, Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, OnlyFans. And so I like to tell people that I'm a content creator and I just put my content in all different places. And like when I'm on TikTok, I make sure I follow all of TikTok's rules. When I'm Instagram, I make sure I follow all of their rules. You know? so right. That's and it's the creator I am. It's funny too, because, um, it's also the rules, but then the rules kind of sometimes change and then you go, okay, so that doesn't work now. So I better do this. You know, like I've, oh, I've yeah. I'm always trying to figure out and talking to friends. Like, you know, I started thinking that for Instagram lingerie used to be okay. I'm almost, I'm almost thinking lingerie is too risky for Instagram now because mm -hmm. I get hit on that. Yes. Um, I take out of my brand. What was that? I have taken lingerie out of my brand. You have all I off have. of your public brand. I'm sure you still yeah. do. Oh, on... I do. I do. Yeah. I do it on Twitter, of course, and my free page and Reddit, but like on Instagram, no longer on Instagram. Yeah. But... So you've already, you've taken that away. Mm -hmm. That is what I've noticed. Or I've thought when I, I've noticed when I'm moving with lingerie, it's like a, a lingerie reel seems more risky than lingerie still picture. Yes. Oh, definitely. But I, but I think overall, I'm going to move away from lingerie because I have noticed mm -hmm. that um, swimsuits seem safer. Bikinis seem safer. Definitely any yoga attire or dresses <laughs> are safer. But yes. like TikTok, I've never tried lingerie on TikTok. Mm -hmm. But now it's, I know it's, it's risky if I wear a bikini on TikTok. The only time I think that it's okay, and I'd like to get your, <laughs> this might help, but um, the only time I wear a bikini or a swimsuit is usually only if I'm, I have a pool or an ocean behind me. So mm -hmm. it's in context. What is your feel for um, swimsuits on TikTok? I feel the same way. And I just finished up a big collab with a lot. I think there was 12 other content creators at this collab we had in yeah, Denver. Yeah, a, a lot of people I know. That's yes. That sounded and looked so much fun. It was amazing. And that was that was one of the things that um, we were making sure of. That was what they believed into. Like, hey, if we're going to be in bikinis, we have to have a pool behind us or a hot tub behind us, something like that. I think... Um, like a bikini top and jean shorts are okay. The girls were doing a lot of that, but yeah. a bikini, yeah, straight out of context, just a bikini in your living room dancing around. That's not, that's not TikTok. Right. No, it's, <laughs> and TikTok those things, period. and they do change, they do mm -hmm. change, Kitty, but that's, yeah. that, those are one of the things that if you're a fan of ours, realize that if you're saying like, I'd like to see it taken off, or I mean, so many, so many times on my Facebook, or on TikTok, you know, I'd like to, well, of course you would subscribe to my OnlyFans. I take it off all the time. It is boob. It is a boob metropolis on my, on my OnlyFans. You want to see my boobs? I can lull you to sleep with pictures of my boobs. They're all over the place. But we, that is something that I think most fans don't understand is I'm not ashamed of my body. I mean, you know, like, but I have to be careful because these platforms will deplatform me. I've lost four TikToks in the past like year. And for a while, I just wasn't even trying. Um, so, and I'm, I'm sure you've probably lost pages as well. And it's heartbreaking because it's like, it oh, here we go. Like, there's an emotional component to it. It's your, it's your heart and soul. It's all your work. It's yeah, it's your fans and, and they, yeah. and then it's taken away. So it's hard not to take that personally. Yeah. Right? But then uh, now do you deal with, I would think you have to scammers and scam pages using your pictures profile. Oh my goodness. Instagram is saturated with fake Kitty Kristen's and it just really amazes me 
how often these scammers actually do, they are successful. How often it really, and it breaks my heart. I scan my messages almost every night, all my message requests, just to look for people reaching out to me saying, is this you? You know, so I can tell them, no, I feel like that's the only control I have to help them. I've saved lots of followers from the hands of scammers, you know? Yeah. Um, And I just, um, I did another podcast that will be released probably right before yours with a gal, Reba Rocket of Takedown Piracy. She has helped me a lot. Um, and with the fakes and because it is something that I take personally, because first of all, I don't like people being ripped off in my name. And I always say this guys, and this is why I have like little verification videos. It doesn't seem to help that much, but I, it's kind of like what you said. I try to do what I can mm-hmm. to warn people, but, um, and they have takedown piracy has helped me get rid of a lot of these fake accounts. If you ever want to talk about, it, we can talk about it off camera, but this is the thing, the message. So if you are a fan of Kitty Kristen or you're a fan of Elena St. James, please know there is, there are the places to find us. I'm also on Fansly. I think you are too, right, Kitty? If we have a premium page on Fansly or OnlyFans, pay the money mm-hmm. to subscribe and It's a pittance compared to what these scammers are going to be asking you for. These scammers are going to ask you for hundreds of dollars, $25, $100 or more. Mm -hmm. Spend the 10 bucks, 15 bucks, subscribe and ask us. Well, you don't even have to ask us. I can tell you it's not us. We're not (laughs) asking you for gift cards. Mm -hmm. We make our money legitimately on these premium sites, period. And we don't have time to be reaching out to people and asking them for money. It's silly. Do you want to add anything to that, Kitty? Oh, that they just, yeah, they just tug on the heartstrings of people. Unfortunately, that there are people out there that will take advantage of, of our fans and our followers. So I always try to warn them too and tell them, hey, listen, if you think you're talking to a Kitty Kristen somewhere, other than my VIP pages, I can guarantee 100% you're not. And I go as far to say that for all creators, a true creator doesn't send messages like that. We don't do followbacks. We don't ask for things. No. So if somebody's asking you for something in messages on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, block them, please. Right. Yes. <laughs> it is not a true the board. And you know what? Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't. I, I always try to live in a gray world where, you know, well, no, no, pretty much if they're doing this as a professional, if they if somebody as a professional creator is reaching out to fans, well, you shouldn't give them money anyway. <laughs> Let them do it the right way, which is have product, content, entertainment for your subscription money. That's what we provide, online entertainment. Right. And I do not do business on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. I do business on my OnlyFans page. I have a free page. I have a paid page. And I have a Fansly page. So, yeah. So there you go. That me too. I also have loyal fans, but I don't do much with that. I just have like a video store on there. So what is the best compliment you've ever received. Hmm. It might oh, have God. nothing to do with your looks because you're a lovely person overall. Oh, thank you. You're so kind. Um, I will say I get, I get this compliment a lot and I love it. I get, you look a lot like Jamie Lee Curtis. <gasps> back yes. in her, back in her, you know, earlier days, like the Halloween days, remember? when She had like the feathered hair. I get a lot of that. And I just love that. I think that she is stunning and beautiful and sexy, all those things. Oh, and smart. Can we just say how smart and strong? Mm -hmm. She just had something that I went, yeah, I think probably anybody over 40. She, she talked to, she was talking to some rock star and she said, Hey, why don't you have matinees for us people over (laughs) 40 that are in bed by nine? Why don't you, when you have your, 
concerts, mm-hmm. throw in some matinees because <laughs> I'm not going out to a ba- to a band at nine o'clock at night. And I thought that's smart, that and is- that she would say it. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. So, but I can I can see that there too. So, what's something fans wouldn't know about Kitty Kristen, but they might want to know? Gosh, I feel like my fans know a lot about me because I do um, a lot of TikTok lives and Instagram lives, but most of them probably don't know that I've done um, continued education in dementia care and that I hold several national certifications in dementia care practitioner. So I'm a certified dementia practitioner and people with dementia love me. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure they do. My mom, my mom has, has some <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and it can be challenging. So bless your heart. You have a beautiful soul and that just kind of deepens it because it is tough. That is, that is a tough thing for any of you that might end up having parents or you have grandparents. Um, wow, that's fantastic. Well, yeah, they probably didn't bring that didn't talk about that. So Here's another question. Who was an early celebrity crush and did they influence you in your real life, romantic life somehow? Jason Bateman. <gasps> Jason Bateman. He's naughty. Oh, I just got goosebumps when you said I, his name. I know. Isn't he's, he just, oh, he's just so sexy and, and smart and smart and it just looks tender and sweet. And he looks like he appreciates a beautiful woman and that he would treat her well. And so, yeah, Jason Bateman has always been my little crush. I do, I do like Jason. Jason Bateman makes me laugh. Like, I, yeah. I enjoy him. Great personalities, great actor. Right. And see, here's the thing, guys. When you send us um, your dick pics and you're <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No, women like Kitty and I. It's nice, as and I don't want to speak for you. It's nice, but what really gets us mm-hmm. is what goes in the head. It's the brain. It's the it's the personality. It's a character. It's how they make us feel. That's yeah. more important than any physical appendage or anything that you own. Any car, any motorcycle. Yeah. I don't care. It's about who you are as a man. That's more important. Mm-hmm. That I love that Jason Bateman. I wouldn't have just, I wouldn't have guessed that one. Oh, I do remember seeing something, Miss Kitty Kristen, yeah. that you have a fan. I don't know if he still is, but um, Young Gravy. <laughs> Listen, when I started TikTok last year, I started a TikTok account, and I just wanted to go live on there, right? So I got a thousand followers. I start going live and I start getting viral and people start commenting at Young Gravy, at Young Gravy, at Young Gravy. And I'm like, what does that mean? Is that some kind of TikTok language? I wasn't sure what that you were was. You scouting you. <laughs> so I went back to, um, I was doing a lot of lives too on Instagram with some younger creators. So I went back and I was telling them about this and I'm like, so people keep commenting on my TikTok lives, young gravy. I was like, what does that mean? And then they told me who he was. And I was like, oh, well, he followed me. Is that important? Is that good? And they were like, they just started screaming and they were throwing stuff around. They're like, young gravy followed you. I was like, that's good, right? They were like, oh my gosh. Yes. Have you ever talked to them or? And then I lost that account. (gasps) Well, hey, Young Gravy, gravy. first of all, you can follow me, Elena St. James. This is this horrible um, that I named myself first. But then Kitty Kristen, you can follow all of her links. Where does does Young Gravy, Old Gravy, or Middle Age Gravy? Where where do all the gravies? Where do they follow you? KittyKristen.com. KittyKristen.com. It couldn't be any easier. KittyKristen.com. KittyKristen. It's on her thread. It's going to be on the screen. You'll see it on all of our stuff. So young gravy, old gravy, um, middle-aged gravy, <laughs> or not mm-hmm. gravies, mm-hmm. kittykristen.com. It's easy. All of her real stuff. 
is there. Okay. So I like to get that in there at some point as well as other at the end. But so Kitty, what advice would you give to a woman who would like to pursue adult Mm -hmm. entertainment? What's Uh, your first thing of advice? Well, I would tell her that there's definitely a grind, you know, that's an, it's an everyday thing. Um, so be prepared for that. It is every day and you have to be creative. I'd also tell her to be open to new experiences and meeting people and trying different things, even if it's a different platform, you know, and, and really establish your brand. But I would also tell her, remember, you're the boss of everything. Most importantly, you're the boss of yourself and everything you do. So if you don't feel comfortable doing something, you get to say no. But if you want to be open to that experience, then go forward. So that's how I have taken it, done my life going through this whole industry, through this adventure, just being open to it and just knowing that I'm the boss of it too. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I travel a lot right now. I'm featuring a lot of stuff on my travels overseas. Mm -hmm. I know that obviously you traveled to meet up with a bunch of other creators and that was fun. Um, Travel. Is there a place that you would love to see for the first time that you haven't yet? And is there a place that you would love to see again? Elena, I want to see all the places. I grew up on a small farm, a dairy farm at that. So that meant that it didn't matter what you did during the day. At least by five o'clock, you had to be home to milk the cows. So that's as far as a vacation ever went out, as far as travels, as far as my world probably ever really extended was was that. So I want to see it all. I want to experience it all. We are just starting to do a lot more traveling, um, going to, you know, lots of fun, warm places. I love being warm. I love being on the beach. Um, so I want to go to Fiji. I would oh, love to see yes. that. Open. And I want to see a whale in the ocean. Yeah. A real whale. Yeah. So. I think, I think the Pacific is calling you. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, so I think Fiji, Bora Bora, Bora Bora is on my list. I haven't been there yet, but I want to. And the great thing, this is the wonderful thing about what we do for a business. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't expense a whole lot on my last trip, on this trip, but I did some and I can mm-hmm. legitimately because I made a ton of content when I was in the Greek islands. By the way, you would look amazing at some of the Greek islands we went mm-hmm. to. I haven't even started sharing those. By the time this airs, I will have. But some of those, the blue crystal clear water and the sands, it's just, this is one of the beautiful parts about what we do. If we can afford it, to be able to share that, not only with our fans, because that is part of the thing. Like I decided I was going to make content while I was gone. And, you know, that was kind of a pain in the butt for my kiddo that I was traveling with because I'd be like, okay, stop. I got to do this or I have Mm -hmm. to do this or I got to do this. I got to make some, I have to take some pictures and videos, but to think that we can do that and like legitimize what is normally just kind of a grind every day that we are grinding and posting and things that we can, that it can facilitate some travel. I a hundred percent encourage you, Kitty, to do that because I want to see you in place. I want to see Kitty Kristen and Fiji. I want to see you there. That would make me happy. Thank you. You're giving me goosebumps, babe. I you got to go. Too. We have to figure this out. You, I want you to go there within the year. I'm Thank challenging you. you to that. Okay. I want to, I want to see you do um, reels and, and um, pictures and even alive from Fiji on the on beach. Beautiful How beach. does that beach. sound, guys? Seriously, encourage her. Wouldn't that be amazing? Kitty that Kristen and Fiji. I got to tell you, I, I see angel numbers all the time. Like, I know I'm just on the verge of something. So I know Fiji's coming. Oh, you've put it out there. You're manifesting it. It, mm-hmm. it will happen. You can, you can make it happen. I love this. I can't wait to see it. If you could turn back 
the time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell her? Would there be some reassuring words? Yeah, I, I would tell her that, gosh, your parents probably did the best that they could with what they had as resources and what they knew at the time. And you're going to make a lot of mistakes going forward, but just do everything with grace and all the ups and the downs and the successes and the failures that are going to come in my life. I just, I would tell her, have always have grace with that first. And I think I would tell her to live your life for yourself. Now at 18, somebody could have said those words to me. And I don't think I would have actually known. They would have just been words. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't have been any meaning behind that. Live your life for yourself. But Elena, I know what that means now. I know what it, me- it means to live my life for myself. And I, I am. I finally am. And I've never felt more myself in my whole life. Isn't this okay? So anybody that's listening to this and you might be 45, you might be 25, you might be 30. I could say the same thing. What Kitty just said. And if you follow me, that is part of my message is that it's not all over at 40. It's not all over at 35. You never know what opportunity might present itself and you might be living your best life at 50 at 55, at 60. Don't count yourself out. Don't ever give up. Just be open to the possibilities. Be open to it because you never know what life is going to bring you. Mm -hmm. So don't give up. You know, I think we all go through mental struggles. I certainly have throughout my life, but that is Mm -hmm. my message that I want to impart on not only just the beautiful girls out there, but the guys. Now, guys, are you going to be a successful OnlyFans creator? I got to tell you, probably won't. (laughs) But you might have something else. I'm telling you, be open that there's going to be something else that will present itself as an opportunity. It might be OnlyFans. I don't know. But right now, OnlyFans primarily is a woman's game. Um, Okay. So what brings you joy, Kitty Kristen? Mm -hmm. You bring so much joy to so many people. What brings oh. you joy? Gosh, oh, I I love waking up every morning. I do. I just I, I I look forward to I look forward to the day. I look forward to making coffee. That really brings me joy. My grandchildren bring me joy. Um, it's, it's amazing that you have grandchildren, but <laughs> I'm sure they were just all you know, adopted or something. No, I don't know. But it's amazing that you have grandchildren. Obviously, you started this whole mom thing earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's so cool, though. Yeah, I'm not ready to be a GILF. I I don't know if you're ready to really brand into the GILF thing. I'm not. I'm I'm thinking when you really brand yourself GILF, you kind of have to go gray. I don't know. No, I'm not ready for that either. Yeah. Do you think you're ever going to be ready to go gray? I've gone lighter because I'm preparing and I'm just, I'm fighting silver hairs. So do you think you'll ever be ready to go silver? Probably at some point, you know, I remember like, that's really, I'm glad you said that. I remember when my mom turned 40, she was like, I'm 40 years old. I have grandchildren. I'm not dying my hair anymore. And she just proclaimed it and okay. she just owned it. Good for yeah. her. You know, just, she just owned it. But I was like, but you're only 40, <laughs> you know, it's, and then lots of girls put color in their hair. Right. So oh, yeah. no, if, when I go gray, hair. when I go gray, when I go silver, then I will probably throw pink and blue and purple and all kinds of crazy stuff in there. I'm just not there yet. Like I'm thinking, I don't, I also don't want to be that, like the 90 year old that has jet black hair. Oh, no. that, like, oh honey, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Kind of like no. the old Betty Davis where it's like makeup is smeared all over and it's like, who's afraid of no, baby we Jane? We won't be there, Elena. I promise we won't be there. No, I'm just going to be in my, 
anyone that's watched this, I'll just be in my retirement home watching my videos that I made with male, gorgeous male talent. And they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, Miss Elena, who's that today? And I'm like, that's Lucas. He was only 32. He's probably 50 something now. <laughs> yep. And they'll be like, oh, she's, she's watching her and Ryan today. That's her motivation. And yeah, it'll just, well, it'll be good memories. You know, it'll be a good memory track for me to kind of sit and watch in between, you know, Lawrence Welk or whatever. Um, so what was your favorite TV show growing up? As we kind of get down to our fun questions. Do you have a favorite a TV show? Okay. I really liked Gilligan's Island. Oh, I love that. Who, who I know. were you a Marianne or a Ginger? <gasps> I was a Gilligan and I really got to a point though. Like my mom would let me watch Gilligan's Island because I always cried at the end because they never got off. I always wanted them to get oh, off the Island. They never, they never did. got off the Island. We don't know about yeah, that other I stuff. I loved it so much. So my mom would always be like, okay, you can watch it, but you know, they're not going to get off the Island. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, mom, I won't cry. So Gillingham's Island. I loved Laverne and Shirley. Um, what else? Do you remember Knott's Landing? Yes. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. Knott's Landing, which was a spinoff of Dallas. Yeah. Which starred Larry Hagman. I mean, there was a time when Larry Hagman was the king of TV. He's yeah. passed. But, you know, but I first knew him from I Dream a Genie which I was a huge fan of, which, see, that's a replica. I got it on Etsy. Um, yeah, but Gilligan's Island, I loved Gilligan's Island, and I always felt like I was probably more of a Marianne, yet mm -hmm. I could not get enough of Ginger. Like, I loved her whole glamour thing, that mm -hmm. white beaded gown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I related more to Marianne, but, oh, I wanted to be Ginger. Oh, that, I, I still want that gown. Like, right now? Yeah. Wouldn't you love to try on that gown and then have your hair put in the like bouffant <laughs> and walk in heels in sand? Let's yes. not forget that lady did that too. Yeah. <laughs> she was amazing. I think, I think she might still be alive. Um, what was her name? Louise something? Tina Louise. Yes. Tina Louise. Yeah. Yeah. I think she might still be, I think she might be the only um, cast member that's still living. So everyone sure. go Google Gilligan's yeah. Island, find yeah. Tina Louise. She was an original milk. Right. <laughs> right. This is what I need an assistant that would be like, hey, check this out. <laughs> um, so one thing I like to talk about before we close out, mm -hmm. I also like to talk about, um, do you have a guilty food pleasure? Hmm. Yeah, food's not really that important to me. Sometimes I just it use shows. it to kind of survive um but i do like peanut butter m&ms i probably eat uh, two handfuls a night before i go to bed i love peanut butter m&ms yeah like you're obviously super fit do you work out a lot no not at all not at all i just don't eat a lot and i used to be a runner maybe that had something to do with it but well, that's fantastic. And now a lot of women are mad. Um, like, she doesn't like to eat. She doesn't work out. Um, so what's next for you? And, or what are you excited about right now? Or what's next? What's what's uh, getting Kitty other than going to Fiji, which she will be doing within a year? What, what are you excited about right now? I just, well, Elena, I just launched a podcast last week also. I heard somebody's <laughs> going to be on there that I know. No, oh, I can't wait. Thank you so much. Uh, Kitty Tales podcast. It's, it's going to be a little insight into my life and, you know, the people I meet along the way, creators. I'd like it to um, be a way for people to kind of look at the creator in a different way, see the person inside them, get to know them and the personality and who they are, because that gets lost. I think sometimes, you know, right. the brand, the persona, because we, we can't really share too much of that. 
because we have this amount of time to get somebody's attention on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And everybody has a story. Everybody has a tale. And I got to tell you, some of the shit that happens to me, I cannot make up. So it's just some funny little tales, some different things that have happened. And I'm just going to go forward with that. So Kitty Tales for Kitty Kitty and Kristen. So Kitty Tales will be, where will we be able to find that? I think you've already released one. I saw it on YouTube. So where where, where will those be found? Uh, you can find everything at kittykristen.com, but I do have a YouTube channel. It's Kitty Kitty Tales Podcast for my YouTube channel. And I also am on Spotify, uh, Kitty Tales Podcast. I would love your support. Uh, I can't wait to interview you and be on the other side of this and hear your story, Elena. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I'm not shy. Um. So... How can listeners find you online? We've kind of talked about this, but I always want to make sure because it's amazing how often I get guys that are like, how do I find you? So really easy, right? It's- the easiest way. And if you ever lose me, you can find me at kittykristen.com. All the links to all my platforms are there. So you can make sure that you get the right Kitty Kristen every time. Excellent. I love it. And did we figure out how many pairs of ears you have? I have. Should we talk about how many pairs of ears I've gone through? Yeah, both. Yes. And then we'll yeah. close out because I think this is fascinating. I think I've gone through, I think I'm on my fifth pair of ears. I wear I out don't. this right ear. Yes. Okay. I wear out my right ear and I have two more pairs that I haven't. They're, they're stashed away for good. So are you always on the lookout for new, new ears? I am. I am. But this artist in Ukraine that makes them, they're just so beautiful. And I want to alone. I wonder, do you think you might um, have her on your podcast? Does she speak English? I don't think so. It's it's a lot of messages that we have to translate. (laughs) Ah, But that's wonderful. I I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Everybody, this has been Kitty Kristen Tales Podcast, um, but kittykristen.com. I'm Elena St. James. You can find me on elenastjames.com or obviously onlyelena.com. And that's where my OnlyFans and Fansly links are. So thank you and, you know, make some time to have a little fun. Thanks for listening to Chat and Laugh with Elena St. James. Make sure to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more about me, go to www.elenastjames.com.